0: This is CliffCentral.com. Mm, 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 mm. there you go. Cabello in-house. What a cool, cool song. San Monan no gear. Welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Andrew Levy and it is, frankly speaking, one hour of pure, beautiful dialogue, uh, between myself, between my co-host, co-host, of course, of course. Rursang dumelang? Eta? Legai? Shapuzi. No, you're very quiet, all oh. right. Hello? Th- thank you, my friend. Is people that to Do people need Do you want me to say it in Afrikaans? Please. 40,
1: 40 years after 1966. Please please say it. Eta? Is that- I said it in Afrikaans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. wow, Afrikaans has really evolved since I went Afrikaans to school. Afrikaans trending. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We are speaking about, uh, of course, it is June. And June 16th is uh, is upon us, and we're speaking a little bit about you know everyone's talking about oh what do you think about it today and how do youth and youth 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 and and then people are going 40 years of celebrations and oh let's look in the past and blah 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 and there's an interesting subsection of this is white people specifically young white people and how do they engage with this topic
1: yeah and it's I think it's important to to look at this in the context of a broader conversation a lot of young white people are saying what's my place in the New South Africa mm-hmm. uh, I, I I'm constantly I constantly feel like uh, I'm being made to feel guilty uh, how do I play a constructive role even when I try and play a constructive role I'm told it's not my place to play a constructive role what's my place in in building the New South Africa and in moving us forward um, but today We want to look at it specifically in the context of June 16 As you will remember um, if you were alive And if you weren't alive As you've been told um, 1976, June 16 uh, There was an uprising Young people The epicenter of it was in Soweto But it happened all across South Africa Young people Mostly black uh, Or 100% I was black. about to say <laughs> if 100% there was, if
0: there black there was a white person in, in Orlando West Who was a school student at the time I'd be very Legend. interested Legend Yeah, yeah. so So
1: um, uh, young people decided enough is enough They were tired of being taught in Afrikaans And they went out into the streets They protested um, And uh, young people were killed On that day uh, We remember Hector Peterson But there were a number of young people That were uh, fired at live rounds By the police and died um, And uh, for many This is regarded as uh, The beginning of the dominoes falling The apartheid dominoes fall- falling mm-hmm. Uh to where we are today, which is freedom. So, uh, it it is interesting because on that date was Black. Young people that stood up, and but today this is supposed to represent something for all young people. Mm-hmm. And the question is, how do wh- young white people
0: engage with with a day like this? Frankly speaking, does June sixteenth matter for white youth? That's what we're speaking about today. One hour, we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. You can engage with us on WeChat, cliffcentral.com, or on Twitter at Rory Shabalala or at Yebo underscore L E V Y. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. How do you, as a white person, if you're listening and white, in Engage with Youth Day other than having a bra, a party, a drink, and a hangover. Uh, what is it that it means to you? We've got a whole bunch of white people in studio as well. This is the first time that we've had so many white people in studio.
1: Yeah, because uh, uh, normally it's just the two of us. you outnumbered
0: for the first time.
1: For the first time, normally normally I'm constantly outnumbered. outnumbered. <laughs> Do you want me to have this conversation? This with is you? A let's thing. have the conversation let's, let's about the conversation. as a black person in How a broken feel? society with a broken, with a broken president. president. Generally, I'm always outnumbered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll be speaking to some some political parties as well. Um, the Freedom Front Plus, Voter uh, He is a
1: Voter. V- Come on, man. Voter, yes, voter. Is that voter? Yes. That okay, voter.
0: voter. No, no. That, you see, that's that's the redneck in you, hey. Um, we're speaking to oh. Voter Vessel, um, who is from the is the youth leader from the Freedom Front Plus. Mm. He'll be on the phone. Uh, we've also got Dasso in the house. That's the DA Students Organization. Um, CJ is in the house from Vitz, and then we've got a whole bunch of. White UCT students. No,
1: but I I think we shouldn't label students them as white. Are, no, but they're white. No, they're just young people in
0: South Africa. Who
1: are white? No. Let them self identify as white.
0: Okay. Yes. So I shouldn't identify them as white. Yes. We're okay.
1: Non racial society. We've got deer in the house now, so we need to look out. We need to look out non racial society. Is that what it is, CJ? Absolutely. Yeah, non-racial society. They're not white. They're non- just human.
0: Non-racial society. non You society? believe that?
1: No, bullshit. no, 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 no. You're not leading me down that. You, you always try and lead me down that path. I'm not falling for it.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's hear from the political parties first. Uh, we've got Voter Vessel on the line. Uh, he is, I uh, think, phoning from Free State. Okay. Um today he he's always up and down Free State Pretoria Johannesburg. He, this guy moves around a lot. Voter, uh, good morning to you.
2: Good morning. There I you do go.
0: travel a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you do I'm not going to give away that car that you travel in, huh? Hey?
2: No, 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 but it's a, it's a different car. You have the wrong
0: car. Oh, uh, right. yeah. How do you know which car he's talking All about? Right, let me voter. tell you, back, back in the day when I, when I used to be on uh, TV, yes. um, the voter used to come and do a lot of, uh, debating with us on mm. TV. Mm. And I remember a voter leaving one day and I was like, this is a youth leader. He's from political party. He's going to be driving a Toyota Taz. Whoa. Was I mistaken? <laughs> wow. Wow. Voter vessels. Hello in the house. And it's like, voter. F.S. is his, his number plate. It's oh, beautiful. Wow.
2: That's, 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 that's incorrect. That's incorrect.
0: <laughs> Voter, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, 1976, what does it mean to you?
2: Well, I think it's, it's very important when we reflect on, on the 16th of June, 1976, to learn from, from the mistakes of the past, to, to learn also from the successes of, of the youth from the past, that the youth can successfully come into uh, can take a stance against oppression can take a stance <clears throat> against discrimination against uh, the, the the force of, of a language um, a medium of education um, that that's not your choice can successfully uh, bring about um, to a large extent a revolution for change and for for for, um, for, for change in, in that regard and uh, it, it is still possible <clears throat> that the youth today should learn from that and take a stance against discrimination, take a stance against the fact that we are, we are not um, you know, really respecting the rights of, of mother tongue education, um, that, that mother tongue education is not important um, once again, and that people are forced to learn and to get education in a certain language that's not the language of their choice. And that, that, that's against the constitution, and the youth should to, should take a stance against that. And I think that's important to to learn from 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 1976.
1: Voter, you speak about mother tongue uh, education I imagine you're speaking about um, some of the things that have come up uh, in the education sector uh, Where we've seen um, uh, a number of schools being challenged to not just focus on teaching in Afrikaans as an example And to open themselves up to teaching uh, in at least English So is that, is that what you're specifically speaking about?
2: No mm. Now I'm speaking about the fact that we have 11 official languages Mm. and that article 292 of the constitution guarantees the right of every person to receive education in the official language of either word choice mm. i'm talking about the fact that it's proven through research not only in south africa but also internationally that you have greater achievement um, and greater comprehension in education when you study in the in the in your mother tongue Mm. Um, when we go and look in South Africa, we have official, 11 official languages, but still we, we only have mother tongue education in most uh, official languages only up until grade four, mm. and uh, no education at higher level except for English and Afrikaans in any other mother tongue. Yeah. And that's why we are suffering with regards to achievement and why comprehension mm. in, in terms of, of reading um, of, uh, of, of mathematical skills are so low. If you go and look at, at uh, learners that do receive another tongue education up until grade four, they have greater achievement than those that are forced to go to the English school from grade one. Yeah. But still, those grade four pupils that have to change into to English that you also suffer You can go and look About The uh, research shows That there's yeah. a fall in, 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 in achievement And that's the problem that I, we I, I'd, like, I'd
1: like to come back To this specific discussion But uh, I'd just like to first understand um, June 16, 1976 uh, We're commemorating The 40th anniversary of it um, How is the Freedom Front Plus Commemorating uh, Youth Day tomorrow?
2: Well we have certain activities um, By our youth uh, throughout the country Mm. Um, where we are also taking, you know, to, to, taking the focus on on your rights and uh, to fight for your rights. And what uh, will you specifically
1: fight. be doing?
2: Well, there, there's a few uh, few meetings at a, at a few places um, uh, around the country. We don't have big uh, celebrations uh, tomorrow. We are in an election year, but uh, people are, uh, you know, having having small gatherings and small youth meetings. Um, around and, uh, you know, talking about um language, talking about language rights, talking about uh, the future of, of South Africa to a large extent. Is
1: is the crux of uh, a youth day for the Freedom Front, in the Freedom Front's eyes at least, uh, a language policy? Is that what this entire day is about for you?
2: Not only language, I think it's, 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 it's your right to a large extent. Language is one of those rights. Mavetown education is one of those rights, but also to be free to make your own choices and uh, to be free of discrimination is, is is one of the of the of the biggest uh, um, legacies of 1976. Um, what it is about and what we should remember and learn from the mistakes from the past and focus on the future. Um, it, it's important to commemorate events like 1976, but it's also um, just as important to start focusing on the future and uh, building a better country together. And uh, making a contribution, we as the youth do have the future in our hands to make a, a, a big contribution towards the future and uh, to, to make this country work. It's in our hands, and uh, if, if, if this country fails, it, it will be our legacy, and uh, it's. Uh, it's in our hands to what, what way it ever goes. If it succeeds, um, it, it's our legacy, and if it fails, it's our legacy as well.
0: Voter, I'm interested to, to hear the way you're speaking right now. It, it, there's, there's an air about it that, that uh, interests me. Do you feel oppressed?
2: I think we are all in South Africa oppressed at the moment. Oh, but we that, that wasn't my question,
0: Voter. Do you, as a young Afrikaner, feel oppressed?
2: I think you're trying to, to, <laughs> to send us in a certain direction. Um, there's, there's, there's different levels of oppression. Mm-hmm. There's socioeconomic depression that a lot of South Africans suffer from. There's the lack of education. That's, that's oppression. Um, there is mismanagement uh, is by government that, that's, that's costing South Africans, that, that is causing oppression. The fact that money is being wasted, that money is being misspent, and that there's wrong priorities by government, that is oppression. And then obviously, yes, there is the fact that me as a white Afrikaans uh, person, I, I'm privileged to do have a job, but there is white Afrikaans um, people that are suffering because they cannot find jobs because of affirmative action. And then in general, not only white people, but people are suffering because of affirmative action because the emphasis is being placed on race and not on merit and we are all being um reduced to only a race on a on a paper and a tick on a on a paper and that's not the legacy of 1976 that's not the legacy of the struggle against apartheid we are once again in racial classification and although the idea is there to uh, to address the wrongs of the past we are creating new wrongs and new oppression
0: so so just to clarify you're saying that government is oppressing you right now through their policies
2: Government is oppressing um, us all through, through mismanagement, but also through policies, through policies that are failing. Um, take, take municipalities. We are in, in a municipal election year. Um, you know that, that, that we have a grave shortage of engineers um, in South Africa at, at municipal level. Um, why? Not because there's no engineers in South Africa, but because posts are being left vacant, if they cannot find an engineer of a certain race to appoint, So now roads are failing, um, water infrastructure is failing. You know, 70% of officials in water management directorates of municipalities nationally are vacant because of affirmative action policies. We say appoint the, the, the best candidate, whether it's black, whether it's purple, whether it's white, appoint a person that can do the job that can serve the community and can better our infrastructure and so doing better South Africa.
1: Voto, you you speak about these being challenges that all young people are facing but uh, just the other day we saw one of your leaders uh, I think it's uh, Kornay Mulder or or, or so uh, on the University of Pretoria campus uh, leading a front by Afrikaans, young white Afrikaans uh, guys uh, against other young people on the same campus. So, It sounds like you're saying you're saying we've got it on video where he was where he was leading the charge. Are you saying that that is untrue? Was he not on the University of Pretoria campus? He was.
2: was not on the University of Pretoria campus. We did not have a charge or any um, activity at the University of Pretoria. That's not political party. That's not the Freedom Front Plus.
1: Which which political party was
2: it? That was Front National it's a completely different organization. So has he
1: left the so, Freedom um, Front Plus is that what you're saying? there was the leader of the was it Corne? What's his name? Uh, the the leader of the youth mm-hmm. in the in the Freedom Front Plus or one of your parliamentarians in fact. How many parliamentarians do you have further? Four. Four. Was one of your parliamentarians not seen on no. the University of Pretoria campus at all no. leading young white Definitely people? Not. Not at Definitely all. Not. So what's, Definitely what's not. your stance then on, on the, what's been happening on campuses? You see some young white people, some young people, uh, standing up for Afrikaans and then other young people saying that it should go, uh, both Stellenbosch mm. and the University of Pretoria. You're sounding like, no, these are things that affect all of us, but clearly y- young people in South Africa are not united on this. And that's why we saw this, the the sorts of things we saw, particularly on the University of Pretoria campus where, where you had mm. some white people standing up for Afrikaans, and some young people, uh, mostly black, uh, saying away with Afrikaans. So it doesn't look like it's this united picture that, you, that you're painting.
2: No, we, we're not united because we are polarized by politicking, uh, uh, politicking in, in that regard. You know, uh, issues on universities were, were politicized um, by certain political parties. And uh, go and go and look at what, what, what happens on, on university campuses, campuses in effect. Um, a, a lot of different issues. It was Afrikaans on certain campuses. But why was an African campus burned? There, there's no Afrikaans there. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a political um, agency here, busy, with, with a certain agenda. And that's, that's what you what, what said. We did not get involved on any campus with regards to this. Our stance is clear that it is, it is it is, completely wrong to say that there is no place for Afrikaans at higher education. We say there must be multilingualism. It's wrong that we move to only English um, medium of instruction at higher education. Why is that the case? Why can't we, we should rather focus on developing more languages to be um, languages of instruction at, at higher education institutions? That would be better, but not focus on, on reading um, Afrikaans completely. Why is it so wrong that that, that there is no Afrikaans single medium university in South Africa? Um, Why is it so wrong to have Afrikaans as a medium of instruction at a university or two? Um, but why not develop other languages to also have those languages you think Do as, you think as, as, that young, young
1: people might ask you that uh, with the limited resources we have, should we not be all just uh, first agreeing on a single medium that we can all agree on and then as resources become available, we make that available? What's your stance on that?
2: No. Why, why must we go backwards? Why can't we say we one have to would focus? argue that we're
1: moving forward now? Now none of none of the well, languages have none say. of the languages have a preference. We're simply saying that we're all going to focus on English as a medium of instruction. Why? Uh, because because everybody, most of the South Africans speak English rather than Afrikaans. No, that's
2: that's incorrect. What, think, do what do you mean? What do you mean? Go and look at the statistics. Well, most English South Africans course, speak Zulu course.
1: first. So, so should we should, should, should we? should we? Should we? do we should Zulu then? Well, maybe we should.
2: Maybe we should. Oh, why okay. should we choose English? Why?
1: What? What do you have against that, uh, English? What do you have against English that you don't have against yeah, Zulu? I
2: have, I have nothing against English, but I also have nothing against Zulu. But why can't we develop our indigenous language? No, or absolutely, what
1: was, what, absolutely. I think Voter, the question is that with the limited resources that South Africa has, young people are so asking themselves, "What do we do
2: as priority?" It's it's, it's, it's it's not that, that difficult mm. to have multilingualism,
1: Voter, and we before, have to
2: move in that direction. Yes. We can't say because of our limited resources we're going single medium now until we one day have have the resources we need. Before we, we let you go, leave, Voter, uh, a last to keep question. The multilingualism. Um, and mother tongue education alive we cannot sacrifice that. that will be a bad legacy for us to leave this voter, l- if last we leave question this country like other African countries where French and other European languages are the languages um official languages of those countries let me I need to ask you one
1: last question before we let you go mm. uh, so 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 young white so so, young, I, white, I so, so young people language, voter yeah. listen to me. Mm. Young people in South Africa, there is also a split between what is more important: uh, political freedom or economic freedom. Uh, and uh, and some young people are arguing that, uh, and most young people I think are arguing that uh, the legacy that we have right now of 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 political freedom without economic freedom for the majority is a problem. And and that most of the economic resources reside in white hands. What would you say about that uh, from a young person's point of view? And about Building this future that you you speak about
2: political freedom is very important and political freedom comes with a, the right to vote but also with the responsibility to vote for a party that that you agree with and those that party must have policies that will influence the economy and create economic growth we cannot focus on redistribution we should focus on economic growth to grow the cake that that represents South Africa's economy so that everybody benefits and the policies of the, of the current government is not doing that. The current government wasted money for 22 years on, on luxuries, on wrong priorities, and did not focus on bettering the livelihoods of all South Africans. So political freedom is connected to economic freedom because to make the right choice and get the right political party and the right government in place will create economic freedom if we grow the economy with correct policies that's inducive for economic growth.
0: All right, voter, but, but we're going to have yeah. to leave it there, unfortunately. We've got lots of uh, guests, but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Can we definitely... I just say
2: that you must just get your facts correct on, on that like, Pretoria University thing. Um, it, it's completely wrong that we were there, and uh, let's, let's, let's not create myths. And uh, and and spread
0: uh, lives about, about these type of things. I'm happy for you to to engage with us on Facebook. Send us your your details, and we'll definitely put them out there send if they're us, true. Send
1: us who it was on. I, I think you you mentioned the political party. We'd like to get it right, so please send us the name of the party and also who it was
0: on that campus. We're absolutely.
2: If you send me the video, then I can tell you it was.
0: yeah. Okay. okay, we'll do that. Voter, thank you so much. Thank Voter you. Vessel. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for having he me. He is uh, the Freedom Front uh, youth leader. Uh, we have to get that guy in someday. I'd, I'd like to have him in studio just to look him in the eyes and, and hear what he has to say. Right. Young people from across the country have joined us in studio Um you, yeah, your heart's rattling now a little bit, Rory I like that, your heart's beating a little bit, I like no, that No, It not. wasn't beating this morning, but now it's beating no, it's What? <laughs> is this your entertainment? To no, see my heart no, beating? No, 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 <laughs> I'm just enjoying this, I'm just enjoying this Let, <laughs> Let's uh, speak to Dasso, the the other white interest party Oh, come on, uh, Andrew, <laughs> stop it Sorry uh, CJ joins us, she is the Dasso youth leader from Vitz. is that correct? Yes, that's correct Very nice um, I'm so glad I'm getting my titles correct Because I normally get that horribly wrong Welcome to the show Hi, thanks for
3: having
0: me Pleasure, pleasure Now, you as a white young person in South Africa at the moment On one of our campuses What does Youth Day 1976 mean to you? I mean, and and don't give me the the political (laughs) jargon speech that Voter gave me Because he was on the phone, I couldn't talk, you know, (laughs) give him shit But give it to me straight Like, as a young South African, you happen to be white What does June 16th mean to you?
3: Okay, so I think the important thing there that you said is that I happen to be white. To me, that's not an influence on what June 16 means to me. So It's not? June 16 to me is the amalgamation of people standing together for a collective voice. It was those who were marginalized and deemed insignificant by the government of the time Mm -hmm. standing up against the government of the time. Black people. They were black at the time, but no white people. But, yes, but to me, what it's, si- mm, what it's okay. significant about it is that it was those who were marginalized that stood up and collectively said, We're not taking this anymore. And today, that might look like what you're saying now, standing up for economic freedom. It might take on different forms for those who are impoverished.
0: So let me just understand what you're saying because I want to make it clear. Um, Rory's the clever one of us, too. <laughs> um, You are saying that because you're white, you have no, your whiteness doesn't affect your frame of mind or frame of view.
3: I'm saying I choose to look at this in a non racial way. I look, I'm taking a zoomed out view of what was happening and the mm -hmm. fact that they were marching against the government and not the issue at which they were marching against.
0: So you're saying that now as a young person, you don't see color and that you just stand up for what's right? Yes. So you being white has absolutely no effect on what you, you know, what you believe and how you believe and what position you're in.
3: In terms of my position, no, because that was a democratic vote. I mean, I've been asked exactly that because exactly what you're saying now, that the DA and DASA are seen to be white favor. And um, I was elected with a democratic vote. And to be honest, I was the only white person in the room. So... To say that my race is why I am where I am or that it influences why I think what I think means that I'm only looking at myself. And for me, I look at the majority and people in a whole situation. So take students and fees must fall. I'm looking at the student population Not at a race group
0: But isn't that the problem Sorry sorry, Rory I know you want to get in here Andrew Hold Andrew's leading second. you down a rabbit hole
1: here
3: Just
0: let uh, me go that I, way I
1: know your face when you're leading people down a rabbit hole Okay <laughs> fine lead her down the rabbit you hole You
0: see now you're killing me here <laughs> What's wrong with you Ask the question. Don't do that Don't do that <laughs> I want to understand because isn't that the issue is that white people don't acknowledge that they're white and therefore lead into a whole bunch of issues because they're like, well, we're not white, but we do believe in non-racialism and so on and so on. And don't actually acknowledge that being white in this country means a whole bunch of stuff.
3: I acknowledge that I'm white. I just don't acknowledge that issues are purely based on race. Issues like fees must fall, which... To a large extent, got named the struggle of the black child. Mm. is a struggle of economic suppression, not the struggle of the black child. Although in this country, the two seem to have a correlation.
0: Well, they are correlated, not seem to be. They are correlated. However, right?
3: we can look at them as a socioeconomic issue. Because is that not where a lot of our problems come as a nation? Is that we racialize everything? Mm. And should we not rather look at the financial policies and economic ways to make education accessible rather than race.
0: Do you racialize anything?
3: I try not to.
0: <laughs> so there's nothing in your mind that's racial?
3: I try not to.
0: That's very interesting. Andrew's on fire here. He's not even letting me ask questions. <laughs> okay. Rory, have your question. Ask away. Have your this question. Is, this is
1: this fantastic. Andrew, well, now it's, it's question, nice to see Rory. your heart beating. No, 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 no. So, so the DA's... Policies at, Well the DA generally is, is seen to be A white party Right Uh Whether that's a fact Or not a fact uh, th- That is what it's seen to be uh, yes. We're speaking here About uh, young people Moving forward We're speaking about uh, uh what born free so Are you born free, by the way? I am a born free. You're a born free. Hey man. <laughs> Hello, Amen. Yeah. yeah. So, so sure, you're a yeah. born free. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: how do
1: we, uh, how do we begin to move forward? So we've got on the one hand, uh, this this ideal of moving forward, but mm. we have on the other hand these these historical issues and legacy that exist that have to be dealt with. Mm. Um, a lot of young people would differ with the view that uh, issues are just racialized. They would say. That it is a fact that they are racial Mm -hmm. Um, You seem to have a very different view How do we get young people ultimately To be on the same page What's going to need to happen To make sure that we're all on the same page And can move forward and say Okay we're moving forward now Uh, Everything is sorted out What do we do about the historical legacy Should we ignore it Should we uh, continue to commemorate it What should we do
3: I don't think you can ignore it because that's part of what breeds this issue. is exactly what you're saying Nana, about that we just pretend there is no race and that we can't move forward that way. We can't move forward ignoring... The effects of the past Because although we're no longer under such a regime The effects still linger And that's why so, there's a correlation between race and economic status
1: So you differ with, with your party's position that, that speaks about non-racialism
3: They speak about non-racialism But mm-hmm. they also have policies for things like BEE mm. And to promote their creating an equal society There's a difference between equality and equity yes. And sometimes you need to provide people with, equal, with more opportunities To create equity
1: What's the best way for young people, according to DASO, to play a constructive role uh, in this country moving forward? Uh, Bearing in, in, in mind things like white privilege and so on, what is the best way, do you think?
3: So what we've been doing on WITS campus is what I'm going to speak about, but we've been saying to be vulnerable and be open. Um, because so much of what we do is we just stand on this pedestal And we don't listen to both sides of the story And we all just fight in opposite directions So firstly to actually understand each other and where we've all come from And then moving forward with a collective aim
1: What does that look like? So so politicians, you, you're a politician as well You speak about vulnerable and open But what does that look like? Just give me practical ways in which a young white person Begins to engage with the world uh, beyond his life
3: Okay. Well, firstly, I think it's to not be assumption to not take assumptions about where the young white person has come. For instance, I was told that must fall was the issue of the young black child. However, I was funded by NASFIS and my funding was taken away. So I was not given any recognition for having gone through the same process because I was white. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a vulnerability from both sides and an acknowledgement that everyone has walked their own road. And from there, we can fight for the same issues because we've been vulnerable and honest and understanding the road each person has walked and not that a race determines where you've been.
1: Mm. So the. For example, with with Nesfus, do you think race should not be a part of of determining who gets funded and who doesn't?
3: I think it should be based on socioeconomic status. And Mm. as we've already established, race and socioeconomic status in our country have a correlation. Mm. So by that, purely by that, Mm. we will have more black people being funded through NASFAS. However, we will not eliminate those who are white within the same economic framework.
1: So you said they took away your funding Just just tell us a bit about that
3: Well NASFIS itself lost funding And so they had to then cut people off That there had been funding So, so it wasn't
1: on the basis of being white No,
3: but okay. there were lots of people That's funding was taken away And mm-hmm. that whole situation was given credit in the direction of the black student. However, it was a socio-economic issue mm. that there was less funding available.
1: Well, let's take a break. We've heard about we've heard from the political parties. I think let's open this conversation up to young white people and and what happens now? How do we move forward? Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't, we don't <laughs> count. We don't <laughs> count Freedom Front says this is all about language all right. um, that we all need to move forward together. I, I love this. Young white people are saying we are all the same. All our issues are the same. It would be interesting to have some young black people. Unfortunately,
0: I'm no longer one. Mm. <laughs> Alright, let's 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 open it up. We've got some UCT students in the house. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we've got everyone participating right now. You've heard from um, two political parties. What are your thoughts?
5: I, I think there are a lot of issues that have been covered today. Um, in terms of the, the issue of racializing a lot of the things that have been happening over the past year in terms of the education, especially tertiary education system. Um, a lot of the people that I've spoken to and a lot of the experiences that I've had have shown me that there is no way to avoid race in this discussion. Um, and that it, to try and avoid race would be to make it much more of a problem than it already is. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of, I mean, there is there is definitely a way to discuss it in a helpful way and a way to discuss it in an unhelpful way. So it, what's important is to try and be helpful in our racial discussions and proactive. What, what does
0: helpful mean? Ruth, sorry, what's your surname, Ruth? Gorvin. Gorvin. Yeah. Ruth Gorvin. Okay. Uh, what's a helpful discussion?
5: I think a lot of the more helpful discussions that I've had have been one-on-one discussions um, and very sort of personal and individual discussions. Um, I've... Sort of the experiences that I've had personally have shown that when it's being discussed in a more general form, it becomes very easy to make generalizations that are problematic for either side. Um, so I found that when discussing race, what's really important is to engage with individuals um, as opposed to a big group.
0: How do you, how do you uh, interact with the world as a white person? And uh, how do you feel about Youth Day?
5: How I feel about Youth Day has changed a lot, I think, over the past few years. Um, Definitely at school, I was quite in quite a sheltered environment, and it was just a thing that happened that I wasn't super aware of. I knew why it happened, and I knew in my mind, I was like, yes, it's important that it happened, and it's great. But I never sort of personally felt affected by it, um, because obviously I my parents weren't involved. I wouldn't have been under that education system had I been born 30 years earlier. Um, but over the past two years i 've sort of become much more aware of the benefit, I think obviously of interracial education um, and being able to be educated by the people around you in in, in education systems um, and the fact that without youth Day and without the the uprisings, um, a lot of the the things that i 've learned over the past two years i wouldn't have learned
1: <clears throat> Matt, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs>
6: Uh, tomorrow, Matt, come to the mic, come to come the mic. mic. First yeah, lesson like of my club yeah,
1: <laughs> Okay, can you hear me?
6: There
0: we go, That's Matt good.
6: Tomorrow I'm spending the day with my family And I'm doing a whole bunch of family things And to be honest It's going to be the same as youth day has been For me for the last 21 years um, But I think what's different about it now Is that I've actually had the, like, the opportunity To think about what it means to me a lot you know, um, and what what Ruth says is very true. Uh, we kind of have these discussions of race and stuff, and it's uh, oh, get this like, oh, we have these discussions of race and stuff a lot. And the fact is that it's a lot more beneficial for everybody when you have it on a one-on-one kind of thing, so like you can understand what's happening. You know, so being in varsity, being kind of having these incredible conversations with people and being around the people you're around you learn so much and it's amazing because going from my my education where it was just you know strictly textbook based going into um, kind of going into the university context where you learn so much from the people around you you can't really you can't you can't say it's not racial anymore you you can't so many of the things i have to deal with on a day by like day basis is is racial so Yeah, I have to kind of... I'm approaching this youth day with the idea that I am white, but I'm also a youth. And that means that, wow, I'm not really involved in what happened back then. um, I'm under the same banner in terms of I'm a young person who feels like there are things, like that I have a voice and that I should be able to express that.
1: So tomorrow is the ideal day to be expressing your voice and to be getting involved and to be putting action to Mm. the things that you think, but you're not. Uh, does that does that give us an indication of of how big a priority this 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 is in your life? <laughs> um,
6: you know, being at Varsity, I see a lot of people who talk mm. very loudly and speak with very loud voices mm. and get very angry, and it just brings up angry emotions in everyone. And I think the last thing that South Africa needs tomorrow is another young white individual shouting about race. Mm. So that's why I'm not going to be shouting about race tomorrow. Mm. What I'm going to be doing is appreciating the fact that I live in a country whereby people aren't forced to have an education, like like in a language that isn't theirs.
0: Yeah, isn't that a load of bullshit? It's yeah. I mean, like, I I don't want to be horrible, but I mean, it's not about race. It's about the idea of you engaging with South Africa mm-hmm. as a young South African who is gifted enough to have a good education mm-hmm. and make a difference. Not not about your you know the fact that you know you're gonna shout about race. Mm-hmm. Like no one cares what you think about race mm-hmm. but you could through your actions do something different, correct?
6: True. So I when I job shadowed I job shadowed at a school called Akani. Uh, um, I job shadowed a social worker and what I saw and that was in Deep story. what I saw in Deep is that there are incredible things in this country, you know, that kind of seem to be almost like like you don't realize at first. So for me, it's about, yeah, it's, I mean, youth day is about being youth in this country. Mm. And that means so much to me. But is it like, is it not about race? I think to a big extent in the last few years, at least, whenever someone brings up any kind of conversation, race is going to get involved. And I mean,
0: and you're tired of that conversation.
6: I think it's a, I think it's a conversation we need to have. Am I tired of it? Yes, but I think it's something that's going to have to keep coming up.
0: But you don't want to have it.
6: I have it, but I have it in one-on-one situations. I have it where I feel like it's the most effective. Mm. Okay. Andrew, what are you doing tomorrow?
0: I'm I'm actually going to be playing an ad right now, and then I'll tell you what I'm doing <laughs> after this.
1: <laughs> business leaders around the globe are committing to building a better world for everyone cliffcentral.com is joining forces with the sympathy sleep taking a stand for the plight of the homeless we invite you to participate with us in the sympathy sleep on the 28th of july 2016 join the ranks of leaders of change by using your influence for what truly matters sign up now for the sympathy sleep on www.theceosleepoutza.co.za that's the CEO Sleepout ZA.CO.ZA.
2: Today, an alien ship attacked Earth.
0: Shouldn't we be nervous? Um,
2: yeah. Let's show
1: them Earth is not for the taking. Because I guess they didn't get the message the first time. <clears throat>
5: definitely bigger than the last one in cinemas 24 june
0: experience independence day resurgence in scare kinecore's imax 3d and at new metro in scene extreme and 4dx so that's what i'm doing rory to tell you what i'm doing i'm going to see independence day rory <laughs> so me and you me nah. and you're busy
1: fighting off air so so tell me, tell me what's happening tomorrow for you.
0: Well, let's, we, we've got a guest who hasn't said a word here, so we've got to get them involved before. So we
1: You've been learning from our politician, our politician <laughs> guests. So, so please. You heard what the po- political parties are saying. Uh, that, does it resonate with, with where you are? Because sometimes political parties are up to their own agenda versus what, what, what people on the ground feel. Uh, you are a person on the ground, if I can put it that way. How yeah. do you feel about
0: June 16th?
4: Um. Yeah, I think that's... What is uh, your
0: name and surname?
4: <laughs> Jessica Still.
0: Jessica Still. Okay. <laughs> Jessica Still. I like it. You're still Jessica. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, well
4: done. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> um, what does June 16th mean to me? I think it doesn't have to mean anything unless I... Make an effort to make it mean something To me.
1: Does it mean something to you? Don't tell us the philosophical answer. To you What does it mean? Does does it it it... mean anything? Anything at all?
4: I think it Represents a responsibility And a need for me to um, Educate myself more About the country and what's going On in the country and what my role is But all of that um, Has not yet been done By me In uh, in enough, in, enough So it's it represents a, a responsibility that starts now, but will be very long term. So
1: you know what my sense is uh, speaking to all of you and being the outsider in the room for changes. Andrew says, <laughs> it's just a sense of guilt. You know, I, I don't know, Andrew, if you if you're picking up the same the same sort of vibe, is just a, okay. a carefulness, just a sense of carefulness, uh, saying the right thing, guilt, saying the right things and so on. Tea just party, tell us, tell pico. us genuinely, what what does it? Feel like um, Is there a sense where you feel that as a white young Person you have to watch yourself a lot More uh, in the society Do you feel that you're free to be expressive And to say things that you feel That might not necessarily be politically correct
4: um, Yeah I do Think I feel like I have to be more careful um, And I, I feel A lot more self conscious in this Context I suppose as I as I Assume a black person would feel um, But uh
0: so you hide your true feelings? No, I mean, really, yeah. I, want, I want to know this. Like, I suppose I
4: would be speaking... As a white speaking... person,
0: you hide your true feelings about what you feel. Matt wants to chill at home and relax <laughs> with his family. There should be nothing wrong with that, but he feels mm. guilty about doing that. Mm. So then he, like, you know, doesn't know what to say, and, and then Andrew comes a little bit aggressive on him, so then he freaks out a little bit. Mm. What are your true feelings?
4: Mm. I suppose, yeah, my true feelings are that I, I do feel guilt, and I do feel confused. Um, I have it would be a whole lot easier if I could just shake it all off and enjoy a day at home with my family and not think a second thing about it.
0: Mm. Will you you think a second thing about it?
4: Will I? Yes. Mm. Partly because I've been on this radio show (laughs) today.
0: Well, we've done one thing at least. (laughs)
5: That's
0: (laughs) great. That's great. But, I mean, for real, like, if you weren't on this radio show, it would just be another day, right,
4: yeah, and especially so because we're on holiday now, and so it doesn't it doesn 't even stick out you know in in our week um, i think
1: this this is so if we 're fair i don 't have plans for tomorrow i 'm not running in the streets i'm not attending a rally i 'm not i'm also just chilling, yeah. right? um should it be different for 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 young white people is is, is what i 'm finding, and it seems that you know I can come up. And say proudly oh, I'm just
0: chilling But I think the discussion Is not what we're doing On the day mm. because Yeah that, that I don't is, think that's that, relevant Or well, as you. relevant I agree with you I don't yeah. think it's as yeah. relevant I think It's how we engage With this day As white people In South Africa How it f- makes us feel How we look at the past And go Hmm What do I do yeah. What's my mm. feeling About this yeah. And I think yeah. the truth is A lot of white people Myself included Are lost in this situation What do I feel like it's funny cuz Rory and I were speaking uh, off mic before this discussion and I went well you know me as a white person what do I feel and I went it's hard because you know we it's 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 a really an amazing day because we recognize mm. what um what we went through as you know we we recognize and then I went we who's the we in this <laughs> mm. who's the we in this mm. i didn't go through it i wasn't mm. born then thank god my parents didn't go through it so, they weren't in it either. So, when you say we, mm. we as a country, but we as a country, we know we live two different South Africans, right? We're very aware of this. So, I'm interested to hear on that kind of situation, is there kind of thoughts on that? CJ's dying to get to the mic. <laughs> Grab it, CJ. Tell can, us your thoughts as just Can I just so. ask?
3: I know you guys are doing the interview, but Rory. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. No, like <laughs> let's turn this around. Yeah, turn it you around. You weren't alive then either. What does yeah. this mean to you?
0: Yeah, Rory. What does it mean to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) So you guys
1: got to see a bust-up issue. Andrew's not getting back at me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, look. uh, My father was directly involved in this, uh, and 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 uh, relatives and so on. Were involved in this They were in the streets Marching against an oppressive system mm-hmm. uh, They put their lives on the line um, When those c- caskets were being carried uh, Of young people And people were marching through the streets uh, Those were people that uh, w- There was a six degrees of separation From my family from So for me it means the beginning of something That has ultimately led to where I am uh, It is a significant moment in time Where young people Remember what was happening right Our elders are being brutalized and so mm-hmm. on and young people said enough is enough So it, it is significant It means a lot um, and, and it does bring us to a point of consci- Being conscious again and just remembering So yes, I, I agree with you It's not a, so much about the day But mm-hmm. it is about what does this day Then teach us and, and help us to reflect on In our daily living And the question is, are we doing that? So for me, it, it certainly does. I look then and I look now and I say, what has changed? Mm. And the fact that the majority of young black people are still in schools in Soweto, mm. where there's no, there are no white kids, by the way, mm. and there are no resources or the resources, the relative uh, resources in those schools mm. are still less than what white, young white people are getting. That is an issue that needs to be resolved. Mm. And, DJ, and the, you... the least that we can do is just be conscious about it and then say, so what do we do about it? Now, as a political party, DA is in a position to do something about it. You've got parliamentary representation. You're putting bills out and so on and so on. So the question is, how is that consciousness then being reflected in the things that you in parliament
0: uh, are doing? To turn it back around <laughs> well done drops mic right there i i i want to I, I don't want to run down that path just yet because i think we, we're, we're running out of time and i think we were onto something here which is how do we feel as white people um uh, and i'm talking including myself about these kind of significant days
6: can i just say yes matt we like as students This isn't a significant event for us, you know, like having a day to just focus on the past and focus what it means for us. We literally do this every day at varsity. Mm. The classes that I go to, the, you know, doing law, you know, doing English and all the seminars, every single issue that we focus is turned back around onto an issue of what it means for us as South Africans. Well, then you should be
0: well-versed in the subject. So what does it mean for you?
6: I was, I was told in my matric year to write a little speech about being a born free mm. and i'm a born free in terms of i wasn't born under the apartheid system but at the same time i was you know I'm, I'm not born free because i was born into a thing where i continually have these issues like thrust upon me like what do you think of this what do you think of this you're not free from the past you're you know you have to focus on this what does this mean for you i'm not like free just to kind of you know, just be to kinda be myself. Yeah. Um and as a white individual, yeah, like we, we have to be very careful. And there are big issues on the You news. hate
0: that, don't you? Go do ahead, hate it? You um, do. I mean you you're pissed off that you have to like hold your tongue, you have to have individual conversations. You can't go on Twitter and say what the hell you like. You just can't do that. I think You want to, but you can't. Because you're clever. Look,
6: I think if you give people complete free reign you have, you know, like it's best sometimes for people to have a little bit of like a like a like a thing stopping them from saying exactly what they right. think they should say at a time.
0: Matt, I'm giving you free right now. What is it that you want to say? What is it that you want to say? What are you feeling? What am I feeling? How, how many minutes person, do we have to deal with? Mate? Go for it, mate. As a young person in South Africa, what are you feeling?
6: You know. I think that young people do actually, you know, you might think, I'm just saying this because it's politically correct, but I mean, I think that young people do have a lot that we need to do. And, you know, I think there are a lot of young white guys, especially, who just want to, you know, they want get, to get, like, juiced up in that university kind of... Um, Bravado. Yeah, bravado and oh look how kind of left wing and patriotic
0: white. I am and I'm being quite OMO. Yeah. I'm whiter than white. Okay. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I mean you have that but at the same time you have these guys who are just, you know, they're being outlandishly um you know, they're being like they're they're just they're complaining about things that never happened to them. You have guys who are like kind of taking part in these kind of um fights and stuff about whatever, race and issues, when the, these are white guys who grew up in a very privileged home. So, you have, you have things where it's a very confusing atmosphere, mm. you know, and it's very confusing to be a white individual in South African now. And You're confused. I'm, I mean, in terms of my being part of, like, being a South African, to an extent I am, but to an extent I'm not. How do you unconfuse yourself? How do you unconfuse yourself?
0: Because like it's one thing to say, we are very confused, right? <laughs> it's like it's like that maths kid at the back of the class in, in grade 10 who's like, I have no idea what trigonometry means. I'm just going to wait for the teacher to tell me. We're all kind of just waiting for someone to help us out a little bit, right? And then we have people like Voter and our friend CJ over here who are political. They have this agenda. They have an arena. And we're like, well, they've got the arena so they can then dictate to us what we need to do. But how do you... As an individual, Matt, Matt, now not young people, Mm. students. How do you and confuse yourself? What are you going to try and do? I'm interested because I'm I want to learn.
6: I get directly involved in friendships with people who are different to me. You know, I try and get.
0: You have black friends. I yeah, I have any black friends. You know,
6: and it's not just racial things. It's people who are very different to me. You know, I'm privileged because I'm at a university where there's so many people of so many different races and everything that I can just interact with and I can try kind of learn from
1: that. Ruth are you confused
5: to an extent but not I think in an unhelpful way Mm. Um, I think what I've learned over the past two years at university has been that being confused about my role in life is a very important thing to do um, because it means that I'm engaging with it Um, and I think that I'm confused in the sense that I don't fully know what to do and especially as a white South African I don't Know precisely where the boundaries are of what I should and shouldn't know and think and Mm. all of those things. Um, but I also think that that confusion is helpful in that it, it sort of shows me my position as a white person and it shows my privilege in that I can be confused Mm. and that I can have these two sides of my life where I've had this privileged upbringing, I've gotten a good education. Um, and then I also have to engage with the broader society around me, which has not had that. And I think that's where the confusion stems from.
1: You speak, you speak about uh, a privilege, and one of the things I admire about Andrew is he's constantly not just saying, speaking about privilege, but he constantly says, how do I disrupt the privilege? Mm. Um, so in real terms, the fact that you acknowledge where you are and that you feel it and so on, in what ways are you are you are you trying, or do you feel young white people? And I want you to speak just as young white people again, can actively disrupt this this white privilege. What what is your role as as young white people, um, in fixing what 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 is the current uh, status quo, um, and what is what what is regarded as unjust privilege?
5: I think that's that's a question I've been asking myself for the past two years. Um, and the steps that I've taken so far definitely haven't gone as far as I would like them to. But in terms of engaging with the fact that I have pri- privilege it, as an initial step is very useful because by understanding that it exists and is there, I can try and start understanding how to change it. Um, but also one of the, one of the things that I've done, and I think this is the answer maybe to your question is that as white people, we can't really say how we can disrupt privilege. But what, what I have tried to do is ask other people how it can be done. Because well, well, I, I well, see.
0: You want other people to tell you how to disrupt privilege? Well, what so people.
5: I see my privilege to an extent, right? I can, I can try and understand it. But because I live within it, I don't, have, I don't feel like I have a full perception of how it influences people who don't have privilege. Yeah, okay. Like you're a fish in water. You yeah. need to- okay, so, so you drive? Yes.
1: Okay, give, give your car away to a black person.
5: And, uh, i, I <laughs> will never do that. We'll never yeah. do that. But you rory. see, I'm like, uh, i like, you're yeah. waiting,
1: yeah. and then somebody says, oh, "Okay, you, you're ready for this? Fine, <laughs> give me your car." Then, <laughs> and then, it, then it becomes real, right? So, yeah. so I'm, I'm just curious about then, then what? So, so you get told, and and then what, Jess? You get told, and then what?
4: Yeah, I think it's also that, as you pointed out earlier, a lot of us do feel like we're in this place of guilt, mm. and you don't want to act out of guilt. And, and guilt can lead you to do supposedly good things which are uncalculated and, and perhaps don't sort of hit the nail on the head. Um, and so, you know, there have been times, especially last year during all the university protests where I thought, well, should i be giving away my clothes like must i just go and find someone and just give them all my stuff or like am i wrong to even be studying at all like maybe i should like ask my parents to replace me with someone else and i'll you know but that doesn't seem responsible um so i think from my point of view i'm turning 21 this year i'm young i I don't like I'm doing second year economics, I don't even understand it. Like, um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to just act recklessly out of guilt and end up doing things which aren't actually helpful. So my place now, my my first port of call is to ask lots of questions and to read lots of things and to, as Matt was saying earlier, develop relationships with people and and ask them, try to engage in very personal conversations, so that I can have an actual edu- educated view. And and in terms of you know giving away your car, like I've always thought that, um, well, like as well as economic problems um, in the country, one of the biggest problems is that we don't fully see one another as as whole people. And so, I don't want to just go give away my car to you know the first black person I see. I want to develop a relationship with a person and realize that they have a need for something. Maybe it's not a car and then be able to give them that thing because I know them. And because I
0: Rory baited you there, we are (laughs) lost as white people. That's all I can say. I want to understand. We have to wrap up. Unfortunately, I want to, I want to ask two things. Firstly, are you guys having conversations amongst yourselves as white people with your white friends? Yes. Yes. And what are those conversations leading to? And I mean this, like, are you having conversations about what do we do with our whiteness? What do we do with our white privilege? What do we do? Or do people like? And Matt, I feel like you're the most honest here, because uh, <laughs> Ruth second over here is not giving us a little bit. You know, like let's let's get real here. Are you having those conversations, or are they, do they just simply not exist? I'll tell you, adversity. I never had those conversations.
4: Okay. Never. We are having those conversations.
0: Mm. All right. And what are they coming to? What's the What's the conclusion?
4: I think usually the most conversations that I've been a part of have come to um, the first port of call being getting to know. Um, uh, the situations of Black people in university, mm. and collectively making an effort to not being afraid and to um, putting ourselves out there and to be vulnerable and honest and just, just pressing on and. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's also true. <laughs> that like, sounds a bit yeah. cliche. I, no, no, I, no. But, yeah. Like it is actually. I mean, when you said you asked Matt earlier what he would really like to say, like this is also what we would really like to mm. say. It is also a genuine thing that we've come to believe.
1: Yeah, it's... What are you expecting of tough. us? Yeah. No, no, like, no, no exactly. you like a no, no, crazy no, no. political rant? No, 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 no. exactly <laughs> what you have done. And I think what it is, is is just a picture of just being a white young South African. I think in a way, this guilt, you know, I feel for young white people, but there's also, you know, so what do we do? Uh, and and it, it's a conversation that we need to have I think we need to have another one of these conversations, Andrew Because it's a conversation that no one seems to have answers for About, okay, so yes, we, we understand Let's get to the point of acknowledgement But when you have, as an individual What do you then do? Because I don't think it's about stuff I don't think it's about giving away your stuff It's about power relationships mm-hmm. that exist And things that need to be done But then, okay, so what specifically does that look like?
5: Mm.
0: It's a very, very, very interesting conversation. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of it. I appreciate that you put your, your minds on the block. I know it's difficult, but these are the conversations that we need to have. Honest, it is fascinating to me how we as white people are lost. Daso needs to do more work um, because they're in the non-racialism thing, and we're not even there yet. We're not even there yet. We we can't talk about non-racialism when we don't even understand what our position in the society and in South Africa needs to be. We walk around, and so what we then do is disengage, right? We disengage with <clears throat> the problems because it's just sometimes it's a little bit too hard, you know. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much. We will continue this conversation. It has just gone ten o'clock. It means we got to get out here. If you missed any of the show, it is fascinating. Let us know what you think cliffcentral.com forward slash frankly speaking more of this to come and uh if you want to hear your views let us know then man
1: peace
2: this is
0: cliffcentral.com